Hello and welcome to Lizzie Loves Kitchen 2.0. I'm so happy to be back to my podcast after a long break. I've had a lot of time to think about exactly what I want to do with this podcast and I'm about to do it. <laughs> so this time around I will be including some product reviews, some vegan product reviews that are non-food. I will also be including some food product reviews and I may even have some guests on to help me review those products. And I will be keeping my cooking. It is a kitchen cooking podcast, so I will be showing you a different recipe or two every single episode. I'm very excited to be back. If you're looking for recipes, written recipes, you can check out some of them on my blog at lizzielovekitchen.com. And let's get right into this. So today I'm going to be making some Huel, but not just any Huel. <laughs> I'm gonna be making some Fancy Huel. If you're not sure what Huel is, you can go to Huel.com. I am not sponsored, but it comes in many different forms. You can get like a smoothie protein powder. You can get a ready to drink beverage, which is amazing. You can get some bars. You can also get it in a powdered savory form. They have so many different flavors of each of these things. Um, I really wanted to highlight Huel in this episode because it is one of my favorite things to recommend to people who are new to veganism or who want to include more plant-based foods in their life easily. Because I know it can be very daunting for people trying out a whole new way of cooking, even though it's not that hard. <laughs> if you just swap out a couple things here and there. But this is a great bridge to convenient, easy, nutritionally balanced veganism. Uh, I personally did a lot of living off of Huel through some injuries that I've had where I haven't been able to cook. Um, sometimes if I'm just feeling sad and not up for it too, this is an amazing food that I go to to keep me full and nourished. So let's get straight into this. I'm just going to be using some savory Huel curry powder dried powder mix for this. All you really have to do for this is get some boiling water and pour it over the Huel and wait like five minutes and you're set. But I like to go a little bit further and have some more things to chew on. There is like rice and quinoa. Um, it's not just a completely smooth soup. I know they do have like a tomato soup version which I'm guessing is completely smooth but I like having something more to chew on to make me feel even more full. So generally what I like to do is get some kind of frozen vegetable. You can also use fresh vegetables. I would highly recommend maybe roasting some potatoes. You can even do this for the week in advance. Just roast a bunch of potatoes. You can do them whole, you can cube them up. Any kind of potato that you would like, whatever your preference is. You can keep them in the fridge and then when you're ready to have this Huel, you can just throw in some potatoes with your Huel and heat it all up together. Um, but I really like using frozen vegetables because it's super fast, super convenient. I don't have to do as many dishes. Um, <laughs> so if you want to spend some more time, you can make this extra fancy and it will help to keep you more full because it is nutritionally balanced. But yeah, I'm just going with some frozen broccoli today. I like to put that in my pot first 
And I like to defrost it a little bit before I add my Huel. So I'm actually gonna add some water before I even add the Huel and bring that up to a boil. Then I'm just gonna add my Huel in and you can measure it out. I'm kind of lazy with the measuring, but I would recommend measuring out a serving size. <laughs> I generally like to add a little bit more salt. Sometimes it's not salty enough for me. You can add any kind of seasonings you would like if you want to make it spicier. You can add like hot sauce or pepper powders, whatever it is that you're into. Um, like I said, there are so many different flavors of even just savory huel, so you can just get a bunch of different flavors to have throughout the week if you want to keep it fresh. Uh, but I generally like to stick to my one go-to and just use a different vegetable every day of the week to kind of keep it fresh and delicious and something that I'm not going to get tired of. Some of my favorites besides potatoes, like if you have a baked potato and just pour the delicious huel over top of it, um, I really like to put frozen kale in my huel, it's super good. Um, some like green onions on top, on top would be amazing. Also some avocado would be really good. I like putting peas and corn, just frozen mixed vegetables. Really anything goes. Just experiment with different vegetables and add in. Sometimes I like to put cashews in mine as well. So you can really go crazy with this and make it super satisfying while also taking almost no time and being super delicious. So I'm super excited to share this with you guys because I know so many people don't wanna go vegan because it's not convenient enough for them or they don't feel full, which is completely understandable if you haven't done enough research or you haven't experienced enough like trial and error, if you haven't really just dove into veganism and gave it a fair chance. So this is my favorite recommendation. I hope you guys end up trying it out. Please let me know if you do. So once it's in my pot, I'm just going to let it heat up. And I generally like to just keep it on medium for like five minutes, turn it off, let it cool down a little bit, and then it's done. That's it. Super easy. So my Huel is only going to take a couple of minutes and then I'm going to let it cool down and dig in. But in the meantime, I don't know about you, but I like having snacks. Uh, to hold me over until I eat my food, even though my food is only gonna take like five or 10 minutes tops. <laughs> I used to do this all the time when I was younger too. I would make like ramen, which takes like three minutes, but then be so hungry waiting for the three minute ramen to be done that I'd have to find something else to eat in the meantime. When you're hungry, you're hungry. And this is one of my go-to snacks when I am very, very hungry. I love rice cakes. <laughs> They're an amazing vehicle for lots of fun things. Um, I love using them as an alternative to like bread because I am gluten-free. I'm not a huge fan of super processed foods. I like rice cakes because they have minimal ingredients and I like crunchy things anyway. It works out. Rice cakes are amazing. So I'm gonna be making a rice cake with peanut butter and jelly, but I'm going to be making the jelly because most jellies in stores have so much sugar, so much sugar, and I am not a fan. Sugar makes you age faster, it increases inflammation in the body. I'm not about it. So I like to make my own jelly, 
by just getting any kind of fruit. My favorite is frozen blueberries. This works really well with like frozen raspberries too. I've done this also with frozen strawberries. You can also use fresh fruit, but I prefer using frozen for this. But I'll just throw a couple blueberries into a frying pan, just a small pan. Um, just cover the bottom of the pan with berries, put it on like medium heat and start to cook it down until it kind of melts. I like to squish them down with a spoon or a fork sometimes just to get them fully kind of pulverized. Keep cooking it down until it turns into a jelly-like consistency. It's like it's nice and thick and spreadable. Uh, so this isn't always the fastest. This might actually take the same amount of time as it will take for my heel to cool down. <laughs> but another way to make this faster would be instead of using a jelly, you can just put like peanut butter and banana slices or peanut butter and apple slices or peanut butter and like some raisins on top if you're into that or just peanut butter. It's a great way to hold you over until whatever it is you're gonna eat next. It has healthy fats and protein. It's nice and crunchy and delicious. Um, rice cakes have saved my life <laughs> so many times. Cured my hanger more times than I could even tell you. So I am all about this snack. You can also put it on bread if you'd like, but I'm gonna be having it on a rice cake today. So it's very easy. It's just like a peanut butter and jelly. I like to put my peanut butter on first, my jelly on second, layer it on nice and thick. Look how beautiful this thing is. Mmm. Mmm. It's so good. I really like the fresh, warm blueberry jelly because it reminds me of like a pie, or like some kind of dessert because it is warm. It's not too sweet, which I also really like because I feel like sometimes when things are too sweet, it prevents the full flavor from coming through. It's just the sweetness that is dominating everything. But oh my God. If you've never had peanut butter and jelly together with fresh jelly or a fresh jelly-like substance, <laughs> give it a try because honestly, this is better than any normal peanut butter and jelly that I've ever had. Oh. I'm gonna wait a couple more minutes for my heel to cool down before I dig in. But in the meantime, I do want to mention that I now officially have my second cookbook out. It is a digital downloadable cookbook. And this one is based off of my favorite recipes from my previous episodes of Lizzie Loves Kitchen. I looked through every single episode and I picked my top favorites that I know you guys will love. These were also some of the most listened to episodes. So I extra know you guys will love them. <laughs> Uh, there's a picture of each recipe on every page, and I also took note of what episode the recipe came from in my cookbook, so you can listen along while you cook with me. So it's a lot of fun. I'm super excited about it. There are 30 vegan, gluten-free, refined sugar-free recipes all written out, and you can find it at lizzielovescitchen.com. 
Thank you so much to everybody who has already purchased a copy. I'm so excited to see all of your food pics when you end up making the recipes. There will be more cookbooks coming out in the future based off of more Lizzie Loves Kitchen uh, recipes from my episodes. So if there's anything you'd like to see me make on my podcast, please let me know because it might even end up being in my future cookbook. You can also follow my food pick Instagram at Holistic Lizzie for vegan gluten-free food picks and inspiration. Now that that's out of the way, I think it's time to try this heel. Mm. Mm, so good. I love how versatile Yule is. I love how it can be made so many different ways. It's so delicious. There's so many different flavors available as well. I usually stick to the yellow curry because it has the lowest amount of nightshades for me and I do like to avoid them when I can. But oh my god. It just makes me so happy that it only took like a couple of minutes to make a nutritionally balanced vegan gluten-free meal. I know so many people who tell me I would go vegan, but what about when I'm like really hungry? <laughs> Huel, just have Huel. Like if you're gonna wait a half hour for Postmates to deliver you food that is gonna cost $60, why don't you just take five to 10 minutes to make some Huel instead. It's so fucking cheap. It's way more nutritionally balanced than what you're gonna order on Postmates and it's gonna keep you full longer as well. So seriously, try it out. Let me know how you like it. I am a big fan. There's so many things you can do with it, like I've said. Um, yeah, I'm in love. That heel was really good. I'm always such a fan of how satisfying it is. That's one of the best things about eating nutritionally balanced foods. You're not feeling hungry after you have more energy for your day. But there is something in my bag of tricks that really has improved my life when it comes to feeling full and fully absorbing the things that I'm eating. Because you can be eating food all day long that is nutritionally balanced and it's not gonna help you as much as it could if you're not absorbing it. And there are many reasons why people might not absorb certain things. For example, if you live a very high stress lifestyle or you do a lot of things that are stressful to your body, that can actually erode your intestines a little bit, which can create something called intestinal permeability or leaky gut, which can create more allergies in your body, lots of problems. So one of my favorite tools is silica. I have been taking silica for a hot minute. Um, I actually first started experimenting with it the beginning of the pandemic. And for me personally, it has helped so much. <laughs> That's why I'm talking about it right now. But this is a collagen booster, vegan collagen booster. Strengthens joints and bones. Helps to beautify skin, hair, and nails. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, uh, one of my favorite things about silica is that for me personally, it has helped me to reduce my food sensitivities. So silica helps to kind of like heal your intestinal lining to where you're not having as many food particles 
go through your intestines into your bloodstream and create uh, more allergies and uh, sensitivities. So this for me at the beginning of the pandemic, I couldn't eat things like soy or nightshades like potatoes and peppers and tomatoes and stuff without having a headache, without having a stomach ache, without feeling like shit for a couple of days. Now I can eat any of those things, <laughs> which is amazing. And I'm so grateful for silica. I love knowing that when I take other supplements now, my body is more able to absorb them. So if you're taking a bunch of supplements and you have absorption problems, I would highly recommend taking care of the absorption problem first and then worry about all the other supplements that you're gonna be taking. Because you don't wanna take a bunch of supplements and spend so much money on supplements that you're not even absorbing. Uh, I know a lot of people are familiar with the bone broth trend. I know a lot of people have been consuming bone broth for collagen. This is an amazing vegan alternative. Living Silica by Organo is the one that I use personally. I like to take a capful every morning before I start my day. And honestly, when I take this, I immediately feel like a sense of calm in my body. It's very interesting. But it makes sense because the brain and the gut are directly connected. So if you're taking care of your gut, and bringing it out of a chaotic state and into a more calm state with silica, your mind might feel a little bit more calm too, especially if this helps you to absorb more of those nutrients. So this is my, honestly, one of my number one favorite supplements. I would highly recommend it. Even if you're just looking uh, to get a nice supplement for your hair, skin, and nails, I would highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, please let me know if you end up trying this. I would love to hear how it goes for you. And I don't know if I'll ever stop taking this, honestly. I'm such a fan. <laughs> Speaking of nutrition, if you're looking to start a new vegan lifestyle, or if you're looking to improve on your vegan lifestyle, or if you're just looking to improve on your current eating habits in general, there is one website that I would highly recommend. This one helped me out a lot when I first went vegan, just to get more of an idea of what it was that I was consuming and if there was anything that I needed to supplement with. This website is called chronometer.com, C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-E-R.com. All you have to do is put in all the foods that you eat throughout the day and it shows you what you're getting, what you're consuming, how many nutrients you're getting, if you're low on any of them. You can even put in the different supplements that you're taking and it really helps you to get a clear picture of what you might be missing. Or if you're starting out new with veganism and you are still feeling hungry, but you don't know why, this can kind of help point you in the right direction. Some people don't know why they might still be feeling hungry even after eating a lot of food, even if it is nutritionally balanced, even if they've already taken care of their absorption and are taking silica, for example, to make sure that they're absorbing all the things that they're eating. Uh, this is actually a really common issue for people going vegan. They don't really, haven't really gone into it with enough information. So being able to get a really personalized view of exactly what it is you're consuming can be very helpful. So put in everything that you're eating. You can see what your stats are. And if you're still feeling hungry, even after you have 
completely made sure that all of your nutrients look good, everything is at 100%, there could be some other things going on. So for example, a lot of people go vegan and they eat more beans, grains, nuts, and seeds. And those foods all have an anti-enzyme called phytic acid, which can prevent the full absorption of that food. So that is something that can get in the way of absorption, even if you are using something like silica. For that, I would recommend either eating the sprouted version of that food because it no longer has the phytic acid anti-enzyme or take a digestive enzyme supplement with the foods that you're eating that have beans, grains, nuts, and seeds. And that will help you to fully digest and absorb those foods that may help with any kind of extra hunger that you might be feeling. One reason why a lot of people are actually overweight is because they're hungry. And it makes sense. If you're hungry, you're gonna keep eating. So you wanna make sure that the foods that you're eating are nutritionally balanced. And that's one reason why I really enjoy Huel because it is nutritionally balanced. But if you're not getting those certain nutrients, if you look on chronometer and you notice that you're maybe low in vitamin C, for example, you might still feel hungry not knowing that you need that vitamin C. So you'll keep eating, wondering why you're still hungry and you never feel satisfied because maybe the foods that you're eating don't have vitamin C in them. So that is one reason why a lot of people go vegan without any nutrition information and end up being continually hungry because they're not eating enough of the right nutrients. So definitely go to chronometer.com, check it out, see if you're low on any of those things that could definitely explain why you might have some extra hunger lingering around. If you're still feeling hungry after putting in all of your information onto chronometer and making sure that you're eating nutritionally balanced foods, also taking silica, I would highly recommend getting a deficiency test. This can really help you to see if you need to supplement extra with anything specific. Some people are born where they have a specific gene where it can be hard for them to fully absorb certain nutrients. So it's really a good idea to get a clearer view of what's going on inside of your body with a blood test if you can. I personally got a deficiency test and found out that I was deficient in sodium. <laughs> After eating super clean, like no processed foods for like a couple years, uh, definitely wasn't eating enough salt. <laughs> but then I fell in love with pickles. Specifically, fermented pickles. I am so in love. Uh, some of you may already know how obsessed I am with pickles, but yeah, that's one of the reasons why I used to be deficient in salt. <laughs> I wasn't eating enough pickles. But um, I have a very specific favorite type of pickle. Uh, the brand is Bubby's. I love Bubby's kosher dill pickles. Um, honestly, like, I can't see myself ever buying any other kind of pickle. It's, the love is that strong. <laughs> These pickles are very special to me because they are fermented. Most pickles that you'll find in stores are in the non-refrigerated aisle. Bubby's pickles come in the refrigerated section. Uh, so the non-refrigerated pickles are generally made with vinegar um, and they're generally a bunch of preservatives. There's so many extra ingredients in there that you don't really need. Um, but the reason why I love fermented pickles the most 
is because they have probiotics. And honestly, the, the flavor is so much better in every way versus non-fermented pickles. Please, please try fermented pickles and let me know how you like them. But, oh my gosh, why not have a delicious little snack that has some amazing probiotics that can help you with inflammation, allergies, digestion. Oh my gosh, let me eat one right now. I just, I'm in love. <laughs> I can open this thing. Some nice big pickles too. <laughs> oh my God, let me get this out of here. Mmm. Mmm. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to a fermented pickle. And this pickle juice too, oh my God. I recently moved and forgot to buy salt. Um, <laughs> and so I was just using Bubby's pickle juice to season all the food that I was eating. And it, honestly, like, it's way better than just salt. Try it. <laughs> like rice with some pickle juice. Oh my god. Even just that by itself is so good. <laughs> mm. Please let me know if you have a pickle preference. I would love to know. I know there are a lot of people on the internet who are very passionate about pickles like I am, but I don't know if anyone is as passionate as I am about fermented pickles. So I would love to know <laughs> that I'm not the only one. Please let me know I'm not the only one. Um, join the club. Fermented pickles rule, and you deserve to have them. Why not? Why not have fermented pickles instead of normal pickles? I really can't think of any reason why normal pickles would be better than fermented pickles. Um, I want to drink this pickle juice right now, but I have to resist. <laughs> Seriously, so good. And what a great way to end this first episode back. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you so much to everyone who has hung around and come back for Liz Loves Kitchen 2.0. I will be here every single Wednesday for a brand new episode and I'm so excited to see you guys again next week. Bye.